Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. All right. Good evening, everybody. Chris Sarline here. We are live tonight. Brandon just opened the phone lines, and we've got a lot lined up for you. But again, this show is driven by, you know, your questions, and uh, you drive that agenda. So 512-836-0590 for all things wealth-related, tax, 401ks, IRAs, estate, protecting your wealth. That's what we want to do. We want to make sure that you are protecting your wealth, being good stewards of it, building upon it, and ultimately setting yourself up for an amazing life of significance. So 512-836-0590. Join me with your calls and texts tonight. And also uh, tune in to past week's shows at wealthradio.com or newsradioklbj.com. They've got everything uh, pinned up there as well. So as we get off the ground, got uh, just an amazing guest on tonight. You know, we, we talk about money on this show. You guys know that. Um, but you know, true wealth. Come on. We all know it's, it's, it's a lot more than just money, right? I hope you agree with that. It's, you know, about things money can't buy. And the thing about wealth is that ultimately I ask you, what, what are you going to do with it someday? Like, how could you make a significant impact in this world? You know, the, the greatest things in my life, if you have kids... If you have passions, these treasures in life, they're never really financial. I know for me and my team, you know, we're honored that every day we are able to consult with very successful people and help them break through their limits and really see where they can go in life and remember who they are and what they're truly capable of achieving, going against the grain, having new breakthroughs in their world. And I don't know who else I could have brought on tonight that could help us get a better sense of this than my friend Lauren Wilkins, uh, Laura Wilkinson. Welcome to the program, Laura. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. We were having dinner together back part of last year. At an event that uh, you were speaking at, and I was I was talking to some of the advisors as well, and it, that that's a tough room. It's it is this room full of some of the elite wealth managers in the country, and then out walks Laura Wilkinson, athlete, Olympian, author. Laura is an Olympic gold medalist. She took one home for our country, and really honored to have you tonight. And I don't want to just talk about the past success. I also want to dive into where you're going and what's on the horizon for you. Because, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're shaking things up. So, again, thanks for joining me tonight. Mm-hmm. I want Super our, happy to be here. Yeah, I want our <laughs> listeners to, to hear a little bit about your story earlier on. Because I want people motivated that have maybe been complacent, have maybe felt like they've hit a ceiling. Uh, your story is absolutely amazing. 
Well, um, I mean, my first real shot at the Olympic Games was was back in 2000. I was actually a student at University of Texas, so um, I love talking with some Austin folks because Austin will always be near and dear to my heart. Um, But when the Olympics were coming, I decided to actually give up my scholarship and come home to train so that I could really focus full time on training and not have the distractions of school and all that. And that was like a really hard step for me to take, to leave a scholarship, to leave my friends, to leave like everything you know, kind of good and right in my world to try to do this crazy thing of, of making the Olympics. And um, it, it started off pretty well, but about six months in, I ended up breaking my foot in three places. And that was just three months before the Olympic trials. And so, as you can imagine, that was not exactly the, the plan I intended on taking. Um, and it really threw me for a loop. But, you know, knowing that I, I had given up so much to be there and it had been this lifelong dream to get to the Olympics, um, I didn't know how I was going to proceed from that point out, um, but I knew I had to try. And just because it looked bleak, and just because I had a giant cast on my leg, it wasn't going to stop my coach and I from from trying. You know, if this is sometimes you only get one shot at things in life, and I, I didn't know what it would look like. I may fail miserably, but I didn't want to look back in five years and, and ask myself like, what if I had tried? Like, could I have done it? So I wanted to give it all I had, even if I failed miserably. And so we kind of thought outside the box and we started focusing on the mental side of things. We studied a lot of video. Um, you know, I would stand up on the 10 meter, my, my coach would hold my crutches and I would like hop up on my one good foot all the way up to the 10 meter platform. And I would start visualizing and going through all the motions of my dives um, and see the things that I was seeing, smell the air, listen for things. You know, I would try to use all my other senses and everything that I could do to put myself in that moment. And with just, Three weeks before the Olympic trials, I finally got my cast off and got back in the water. And I actually had a chance to go to the Olympic trials. And I was terrified. I'd never been to an Olympic trials before. That's a really scary, intense moment. But I was so excited to be there after what we had been through and just kind of this drama of like two, over two months of, of trying to get out of this cast to get back in the water. But I think that excitement, it just melted away all of the fear. And I actually went on to win the Olympic trials and, and make my first Olympic team. Um, and that to me, I mean, as, as awesome as the gold medal moment was, making that Olympic team is almost more memorable for me because getting to that point was almost so much harder, you know, in so many ways. Just standing on a 10 meter platform with a cast on, probably you're back to the water and mm-hmm. just standing up there training your brain, stretching and, 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 and getting this thing mentally ready to be able to to do this once the cast comes off. I mean, how many days did you do that? Uh, it was about 10 weeks uh, every day and twice a day. And if people were in the workout with me, my coach made me wait my turn in line. Like I was really in the workout. And I mean, it, you know, it got to a point where I thought, I mean, there were swimmers in the pool next to us making fun of me. And I started to think like, okay, how on earth is pretending to dive going to get me to the Olympics? But there was a point where I, I really kind of felt like giving up, but all my teammates saw what we were doing and I think they caught the vision and they started to tell me like don't give up like I believe you can do this and they would start cheering for me on the other side of the pool I would do like a pretend dive and they would start clapping and cheering going whoa I didn't see a drop of water I'd give it a 10 you know and it may have looked crazy to all the people watching but (laughs) it brought me back into it and it made me feel like I was doing something and I realized that I wasn't the only one that was crazy enough to believe in this and having people support you no matter 
who they are. I mean, these were most of these were little kids, but they believed in it and it made a difference for me. And so I kind of feel like no matter how old you are, no matter what your job is, what you're doing, you can make an impact on somebody else's life very significantly with very little action. You just need to be there to encourage them along the way. Yeah, and that's what, well, Laura, I mean, come on, that's what you are doing these days. I mean, you are such a positive role model. And, uh, you know, sharing this powerful message that's impacting a lot of young people's lives and, and even some very, very successful people that you have spoken to and coached. And I, I, if, if you could remind me, how long ago was that? That was 2000. 20 years 2000. ago. Can you believe it? I, you know what? I can believe that. But you know what I can't believe <laughs> is what? that you're now a mother. You're an author. Um, you got a lot more dynamics going on that take your focus and energy. Yet, to my understanding, you're quite possibly training for the future Olympics. I am. 20 yeah, years after... later? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to keep things interesting. You know, I, I like a good challenge in my life. Um, yeah, after <laughs> I retired in 2008 after my, my third Olympic Games, and I wanted to be a mom, and after a little while, we were actually able to be parents of four kids via birth and adoption. We have one little girl from China and one from Ethiopia and then two biological kids. So that has just been an amazing blessing in our lives, obviously, but the water just kept calling me back, you know, and I, I eventually found my way back in. In 2017, so I've been retired about nine years, and uh, within six months, I was back up on 10 meter in a competition and got second place at nationals and thought, okay, well, maybe we can really do this again. And so it's been really up and down since then. We had a difficult time bringing our, our daughter home from Ethiopia in 2018, and then I actually had a two-level cervical fusion at the end of 2018. And so it's been, and then last year was mostly recovering, but I actually am back up on 10 meter. I had my first competition earlier this month in Orlando and I actually won and I'm kind of feeling back in the swing of things and I'm really, really excited to just go to Olympic trials again, try to make a fourth Olympic team and, and do something amazing there. But if nothing else, I just get to do this thing that I love again and it's so empowering and it's just, it's such a precious thing because I know it's not going to last long. So I'm really trying to savor every moment. You were at the, I mean, you've reached the pinnacle of your sport and now You've got four children, and you're training for the Olympics. I mean, you. I mean, your husband has got some serious competition under that roof. I'm telling you right now, that is incredible. So, so here's the other thing too: is is you you. I think you may have mentioned to me that um, there there you know the team that you're going to be training with or quite possibly competing with. Um, most of them are you know, more your age back in 2000, I would assume. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I could probably be most of their moms. <laughs> but, but you know what you said to me over dinner? You said, I, I think I'm actually diving better now than I did then. Well, I definitely feel like I have the potential to. I feel stronger. Um, I'm hopefully a little bit wiser. I feel wiser. Um, but I'm, I'm still making changes. I'm not stuck in my ways. I'm still learning. I'm still changing things. And I, I always thought that's something that I wouldn't be able to do when I was older. And that's why maybe you couldn't get better. Yeah. But it's just not true. And I'm, I feel like I'm kind of surprising myself every day with, with new things that I am able to do. It's really cool. Yeah, you are, you know, the picture of breaking through. What I want to do, I'm going to take a quick break because I'm up against the clock. But if you will, 
hold with me. I want to get into, of course, your triumphs, but I want to hear how you, of course, you've gotten to this point, but I, I know it wasn't easy as well. And so let's talk about those and a lot more on the other side. Keep it right here, folks. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Okay, folks, welcome back. Chris Herline live tonight with you. Phone lines are open and text lines are open. 512-836-0590. We do have some text coming in and a uh, caller on with us, and we will get to that on the other side of the news because this evening I've got a very, very special guest uh, Olympic gold medalist, Laura Wilkinson, joining me tonight. Welcome back, Laura. Thanks. You had uh, already inspired uh, myself and our listeners here this evening, and I appreciate you staying with me on another segment here tonight. You know, folks, here on Wealth Radio, we want to challenge you. We want to encourage you. We want to give you some insight into how some of the most successful individuals, entrepreneurs, athletes, coaches, list goes on, actually did it and arrived there. And Lori, just your story alone of breaking your foot or ankle, you know, a couple weeks or uh, actually a couple months, I think it was before, and then mentally training, that's amazing. But that was a long time ago. And here you are training for the upcoming Olympics, quite possibly, feeling stronger, better than you have, maybe even then. Um, tell us about the journey and how, how in the world did you come back around to thinking, hey, I'm wrangling four kids daily. Yeah, let's, let's hit the 10 meter again. <laughs> well, it, it didn't exactly happen overnight. I think when I retired in 2008, I wasn't really done. I wanted to be a mom, but I never quit because I didn't want to dive anymore. And I, I missed it all the time. And in 2012, the next Olympic Games, I was working with NBC and, and talking to athletes, interviewing athletes and, and um, their parents. And it was really hard to watch because I didn't feel like the level of competition was as good as it had been four years before. But we were having kids and bringing kids home, and, and it just wasn't the right time. And then in 2016, it was a totally different game because we had three kids. We were bringing our, our fourth one home from Ethiopia. Like I was, I was starting to dabble in the water again. And it really, at that point, I, I started to think, okay, could I really do this again? Am I too old? Has it been too long? Um, so after the games, I, my husband and I said, this is a good time. Just give it the fall. Go every day and just see what happens. And if nothing happens, you'll just have a fun for a couple of months and it'll be fine. But if it turns into something, then let's, let's roll with it. And that's kind of how it happens. So the fall after the 2016 Olympics, um, I just started playing around again and things just came back pretty quickly. Yeah. So it, it definitely wasn't an overnight decision. Of course. And, and you know, the, the thing is, you got this brand new book coming out and um, Life at 10 Meters. And, you know, this has been three years in the making from what you told me. And, you know, this is this is something that uh, I know you're very excited about. You also have a great podcast I want to talk about. But but give us some insight into what people can expect from this book. Yeah, so I actually wrote it when I was getting back into the water again. And it's really some lessons that I learned along the way. It's stories that I don't always tell a lot in public, but stories that I learned along the way that really 
kind of shaped the way I think and the way I've gotten through things and some very humbling moments as well. But a lot of times we, we come across these big challenges or obstacles and we want to run from them. We want to let those define us. But those are the things that actually, if we stand up and face them and try to get through them, that's what actually prepares us going forward and equips us to be better for the future. And so it's really taught me um, how to handle those obstacles. And it was great for me to write that getting back into this because I've had a whole host of obstacles this time around as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about this offer here. You know, you in uh, your agent, I was talking to him this week, were so generous. Folks, listen, listen, we've got a lot of talented people on this program uh, multiple times a week. Um, and this book... Life at 10 Meters, uh, getting ready to come out. And Laura and her team are generous enough to offer 100 digital copies to our Wealth Radio listeners. And if you want to get a copy for a buck, it's a bargain for a buck, email me right now and I can get you a promo code out. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Chris at WealthRadio.com. And this, I'm going to tell you something right now. We have people sitting in their car in gridlock traffic, Laura, right now. And they have had thoughts about the fact that maybe they're too old to start a business. Maybe they've waited too long to start saving and they're going to have to work the rest of their lives. Maybe they worked way too much and feel like, I miss my kids growing up. I miss the opportunity. It's too late now. See, your story on the 10-meter platform with a broken ankle and mentally breaking through. And then here we are 20 years plus later and you're Mm -hmm. considering going back. That is what we're talking about, folks. It's never too late. It's mind over matter. And so no matter what obstacles are in your way, there's, there's nothing keeping you from pursuing it but you. End of the day. I truly believe that. And so when it comes to wealth, I had a a great guest on last night, um, Jeremy Miller from uh, that show Growing Pains. And, you know, we really landed on the fact that true wealth, the path to success is being grateful for what you have today. It's true gratitude. And you didn't find the success of being a World Cup platform gold medalist and a world champion gold medalist and an Olympic platform gold medalist, uh, and the list goes on, without being thankful for each and every one of those and wondering if you could take it to another level. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think being thankful, but also staying in the moment, because we get so caught up on what has happened or what's happened before that's defined us or what's coming up that we may or may not be able to do. But we forget to stay in the moment. And when you can really focus on the moment that you are in staying in the present, because that's what we really have that's when you can find that gratitude. And that's when you can be fully immersed in what you're doing. And I think as a mom, especially I've noticed this is when I had kids and maybe it's a mom guilt thing, but I kind of felt like, okay, it's time for my dreams to die and to be over. And now it's time for me to just focus on my kids and do nothing else. And I think a lot of moms fall into that trap 
And I know that it's probably a similar feeling in a lot of different people's lives where they're at. But there comes this point where you feel like I can't do anymore. It's now time for something else. But it's just not true because usually that thing that you think is defining you, you put that on yourself. You are able to do so much more than you think you can, but you have to be willing to try. You have to be willing to fail. You may fail, but that failure does not define you either. It helps you learn how to pick yourself up and succeed the next time. So good. Life at 10 Meters, her new book, Mind Over Matter, one of the chapters that really stood out to me and really encompasses what we're talking about here. It's actually uh, made available for a 100 of our Wealth Radio listeners for $1. And if you want that promo code, get your hands. This is almost like a pre-release made available for our listeners. Thank you again, Laura. It's chris at wealthradio.com, and I'll send you a promo code personally, chris at wealthradio.com for the first 100 to get your hands on Life at 10 Meters. Laura, thank you for giving us uh, your evening tonight. I hope we can do this again soon. Oh, definitely. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you guys can make it an awesome day. Yes. All my best to you and the family, Laura. Talk soon. Thanks. 512-836-0590 to join me tonight. I'm going to go to the phone lines here. We got Sherry waiting very, very patiently in Austin, Texas. Hey, Sherry, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I am getting calls from a company that wants to wants me to transfer my IRA into the gold, you know, precious metal uh, gold IRA. I was wondering your thoughts on that. The guy calling you, is, it's not William Devane, is it? Uh, I, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of a lot of us out there that watch maybe conservative news, uh, he was popping up all the time, touting putting uh, your IRA in gold and, uh, you know, giving your IRA a golden glow. Here's what the deal is. There's a lot of pitfalls when it comes to a gold IRA. And here's the thing. It's not that I don't like metals and mining and silver and all that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of different ways you can own them. And a lot of times people that are considering gold, they're generally more conservative investors and have no clue that gold can be one of the most volatile things you can own. And so what I'll do is I hate to do this again because I'm up against the news break, but if you want to hold the line with me, or we can drop the line. I'm happy to dive into this because we got a lot of people probably interested or actually have gotten the same phone call you have. So either way, if you want to hold or drop, I will answer your question. Folks, it's time for the news. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. All right, Chris Herline back with you. And the phone lines are open. We'll take calls here the rest of the evening as we just uh, said goodbye to our Olympic gold medalist guest and uh, author uh, Laura Wilkinson. What a great honor to have her on with us tonight. What an inspiring gal she is. And as I mentioned, if you want a copy of her book for $1, it's a pre-release, email me. I'll send you a promo code, chris at wealthradio.com. Now, back to the question that just came in right before the news break. And that is, hey, I'm getting a lot of calls. And people are enticing me and soliciting me to maybe roll my IRA over into gold. Well... What a great week to get this call. 
Because as stocks have tumbled this week, in a matter of four days, over a 10%, we're now in correction territory on one of the major indices. And fear abounds around the coronavirus. And it seems like these gold calls start really picking up. And the luster of having a golden glow around your IRA. Here's the thing. Metals, it's not that they're bad. But there's a couple things that you got to really be careful with when you start thinking about moving your IRA to gold. And one, and one of the major ones that people can really get messed up in is the fact that if you're going to take money in your IRA and buy physical gold, it's got to be set up properly. The IRA has got to be set up in what's called a self-directed IRA. And the IRS has very strict rules about this. And if you get it wrong, if you have a sizable IRA, it could cost you thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars or more in taxes. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that a lot of people are enticed to put their money in gold and out of the stock market because, well, maybe the stock market's acting up like it is this week and people tend to let emotions drive their investment decisions and they're thinking, hey, gold's been around a long time. Seems to shine when the market's maybe not doing as well or cooperating. And so, yeah, sounds good. And one thing you really got to understand is that gold can be metals in general, mining. It can be incredibly volatile, incredibly volatile. And so that's something that people don't really think of. Because when you think of owning gold, you think of what? A couple bullion blocks in the gun safe, right? Well, that leads me to the third thing you got to watch out for. Thing is, is that if the economy were to really bust and we had some serious, serious issues in this country and I needed to buy food and safe passage for my family, well, gold would be a good thing to have. But a good majority of these outfits trying to get you to roll your IRA into gold, well, because it's a self-directed IRA, yeah, you can use the fund to buy gold, but then you're likely not going to see it shipped to you. It's going to be held in storage, and then you could quite possibly pay a storage fee. And let me tell you something. If I need food and safe passage for my family, I don't want to have to call somebody up at the storage company and say, hey, can you ship me my stuff? No, you want that stuff in hand. When it comes to metals, you know, I like the idea that this week, if you own metals, as the market's been dropping like a rock, gold is in a very strong rally, finally, testing key price levels. And so you got this zig and zag going on. So it takes me to our fifth consideration. You can have the hedge protection or option of metals and mining agriculture, energy, and you don't have to own own it physically. You don't have to have a self-directed IRA with all the gotchas. You can simply buy 
ETFs, exchange-traded funds, and hold them in the current IRA more than likely that you have right now. Use it as a hedge. One of the things that I touched on last night and I'm going to get into now is that with all the news headlines going on, if you haven't checked your equity portfolio this week, you may be in for a surprise. Dow was down, the Dow Jones today, down over 1,100 points. Largest drop in history. Now, hold on a second. Hold on. Largest drop in history. 1,100 points. Okay. 10 years ago, the stock market wasn't anywhere near that it is today. It's, it's been on a tear for the last decade, unlike anything we've seen. And so when you hear a 1,000-point drop, you're like, my gosh, sky's falling. But what's the percentage that it dropped? Not the points, the percentage. This is where news headlines drive me nuts. Yeah, 1,000 points is a big drop. Don't get me wrong. But when you reference the amount that that equates to on a stock market where the Dow is at 28,000 last week, that may equate to 3 4%, which isn't chump change. But you see what happens. The markets, investors, we react to facts, but I think in some cases, we react more to fears. That's truth of the matter. One of the main reasons that families with wealth, and these are very smart people in many cases, they consult with wealth managers is they need accountability during times like this. They need to have somebody put their emotions in check and not make knee-jerk decisions in a week where the markets are down over 10%. Now, we've been cautioning investors not to get caught up in the investment momentum we saw last year. I mean, a lot of you, you are living on your portfolio in 2019, even scraping it pretty heavy if you got a nice lifestyle, and your accounts were still positive. Seems easy, right? But this week, I think it's a wake-up. What people are seeing is that the market seems to fall a lot faster than it goes up. And so when we're cautioning investors to not get too comfortable with the momentum. We're further urging our successful families to truly diversify. You hear me all the time on this program or on KXAN. I talk about the idea of tax diversification. When you're pulling your money out, how's it going to be taxed? Diversification with your assets this is the week where you're going, man, I thought it was diversified. You got bonds and small cap and mid cap and large cap international. How's that working out this week? True diversification is what we're talking about. Things that are flying high are not going anywhere, staying steady and boring. 
when the market's doing what it's doing this week. How much boring do you have in your portfolio? Now, if you're 20, 30, 40 years old, you better be embracing risk out there. You need to understand that when everybody's getting their guts ripped out, for you younger investors out there, it's the greatest opportunity of a lifetime. Now, on the other side of coin, if you have wealth, the number one rule is you keep it via market, via taxes, litigation, divorce, and more. So a lot of times these swings in the market really could be the least of your worries if you don't have those other things buttoned up. What I offered last night was something I've never done before. And I'm doing this because I know a lot of you out there are wondering if you should be going to cash. Is this the big one? Is this the time that could mean you are actually going to have to work longer than maybe you thought your proximity was to retirement? Here's what I'm offering for our Wealth Radio listeners. We will set up a Zoom conference call with you. Myself, one of my fiduciary advisors, and consult with you around what's going on in your world when it comes to your wealth, making sure you're taking advantage of everything out there under the Trump tax code, and a lot more. 30-minute Zoom conference with myself or one of my fiduciary advisors. If you want to take advantage of that at no cost, Chris at WealthRadio.com. You don't even have to come to the office. Comfort of your home or your office. Chris at WealthRadio.com. And my team will coordinate, let you know what we need to have a very productive time in that 30 minutes. And you will walk away with some strategies, some concepts, some ideas that maybe you didn't before. And you can go implement them with your team of professionals, or we'd be happy to show you how we implement them with our very successful business owners and successful families. We're going to get into this and a lot more. Keep it right here. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. All right, just before the break, we were talking about this one-day drop in the market today of over 1,100 points in one of the major indices out there, making it the largest one-day drop in the history of the stock market. But I also followed that up with the idea that you should not change your portfolio overnight because of the latest headlines and scare talk. I encourage you not to confuse actual events with projections, with hypotheticals and worst case scenarios, because you may find yourself in a position of being whipsawed when this turnaround occurs. And historically, it does. And so I was putting out an offer before I get back into this. We've never done this before, but we're offering a 30-minute Zoom conference with either myself or one of my fiduciary advisors to give you 
some ideas, some strategies and concepts that we use with our very successful families to position your wealth, your portfolio in a way that you can weather any market environment, most importantly, sleep at night. Chris at WealthRadio.com if you want to take advantage of that. And don't get me wrong, you can come into one of our offices, but trying to make this as convenient and as efficient and as quickly as possible for many of you because a lot of you are concerned about this and you need some wise counsel. Chris at WealthRadio.com, and we'll get that set up tomorrow. So what I want to do is just give you a little perspective, because this has been all week. I've heard it talked about many times by our other host on this station. And I want to be clear about something. One death to this coronavirus is too many. But you've got to understand it's important to put that number into perspective. So World Health Organization, you can find this on their website. Okay, get this stat. This is for the United States alone. For the 2019 to 2020 flu season. There has been at least 15 million flu illnesses this flu season in the United States alone. 15 million. Of the 15 million, 140,000 have been hospitalized. Of the 15 million, 8,200 deaths. Okay, so just imagine right now, everybody with an internet connection followed the spread of the annual flu case by case, hour by hour. If that's the death rate from coronavirus... That would absolutely be cause for panic, wouldn't it? Deaths across the globe right now from this, around 27, 2800, not minimizing it. One is too many. But what I want our listeners to be aware of is that you've got to block out some of the noise. And we're watching things very closely, of course. So you're asking about the markets. Well, Chris, you know, markets are down 10% plus this week. Well, I would venture to say I'm surprised at how resilient the market's been up until this week with everything going on politically and economically. We were over 28,000 at Dow last week. And here we were. We already knew coronavirus was an issue, was spreading. But what happened? CDC has a press conference on Monday, and the media took hold. You have to understand that in the history of our market, with stocks and viruses, there's a history of overreacting. And guess what that does? That leads to significant buying opportunities along the way. So everybody remembers SARS back in 2003? The S&P fell shy of 13%. Zika virus, that was in 2015. 12.9%. There, there are a lot of other examples of this. Measles. But they all passed. Resulting in a market recovering very quickly. In fact, hitting new all-time highs. A 10% correction 
is healthy. But we don't just have corona driving emotions. We've got a divided country, elections. So I challenge you. Yeah, you've taken an aggressive stance in your investments. What are you doing to keep it? Via taxes? Via market loss? What's going up in your portfolio today while the market was going down? What wasn't going anywhere? That right there, my friends, is true diversification. And historically, with an election year, there's volatility. But understand this, on the long term, whether it's the red or the blue party, historically, they have not driven the markets. Historically, the markets settle. Now, I agree that there's, well, it seems to be more at stake this time around, as tax rates have been one of the things that have helped the economy. And if those change quickly, that, that could cause an issue. But we're in unprecedented times in this country, even in the financial and investing world. You go to 2008, because that's where everybody's head went today. Is this the next one? Well, if you ran the bonds in 08, you made, you know, 5 6%. We're at historically low rates. They're lowering rates. Government bonds will pay nothing. 2018 market's down. So are bonds. It's a different day. The story of retirement, the story of investing and positioning yourself for a win, it's changing. It's been changing right in front of you. And some of you today may have just finally gotten the wake-up call that you needed. But what's funny to me, what's, what's interesting, is how your perception, the opportunity at hand, and the sustainability of what you're trying to build, it changes as your wealth grows, doesn't it? You can relate to that. So here's what I'm going to challenge you. What's your plan? If the market continues to trend down, whether it's because of corona, because of a slowing economy, or the election, what have you done to build a wall around your wealth? I encourage you, take advantage of the opportunity to have a 30-minute Zoom conference with myself or one of my fiduciary advisors at no cost. And we'll set that up for you tomorrow for the next couple weeks. Hopefully try to get many of you in next week. I know after last night we got quite a bit of response, and I'm expecting that tonight. So if you want to take advantage of that, I encourage you. We'll offer this for the first 15. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Keep your head up. Keep the news down. We'll talk to you next week. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any 
investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.